Ohio State Athletic Director Gene Smith is retiring next summer. What does that mean for the Buckeyes? Locked On Big Ten starts now. You are Locked On Big Ten. Your daily podcast on the Big Ten Conference. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Welcome to Locked On Big Ten. I'm Craig Scheman. Thank you for making us your first listen each and every day. We are free and available wherever you get your podcasts and on YouTube. It's part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day. Big changes coming up for the Buckeyes. We'll explore that a little further. Plus, we'll check in on the Wildcats of Northwestern for the first time since their hazing scandal and see if things have calmed down a little bit. Plus, I'm going to give you the real college football rankings. You want to hang around to the end for that. Be sure to subscribe and follow Lockdown Big Ten for free wherever you get your podcasts. That way you'll get the latest episode of this podcast as soon as it becomes available each and every day. Well, Wednesday, Ohio State Athletic Director Gene Smith announced that he will retire on June 30th, 2024. Well, the first question I had is why? And, of course, well, he's 67 years old. He's entitled to at that point. He's got a sweet gig. He's making $1.5 million a year. And, frankly, this program from top to bottom is on cruise control. Maybe he doesn't have expansion, uh, the, the room in his stomach for expansion uh, headaches or maybe the longer travel that's going to be coming up. Maybe he doesn't want to deal with all that. Maybe he doesn't want to have to deal with with the Ryan D.A. hot seat if he loses to Michigan a third straight time, even though Ryan Day will have probably won 90% of his ball games over five years by that point. Or maybe it was just time. He's been there a long time. He's had a lot of success, but maybe it's just time to play with his seven grandchildren. Anyway, he made the announcement. It will come on June 30th. A lot of time for the Buckeyes to prepare for this coming up in the summer of 2024. You know, Smith was a defensive end at Notre Dame back from 1973 to 1977. He won two national championships there, one as a player, one as an assistant coach early in his career. And, yeah, do the math. He was teammates with Joe Montana, going back to that group. He'd been an AD at Eastern Michigan, Iowa State, Arizona State, and then became the athletic director at Ohio State in 2005. Look, it's a big job. It's a huge job. He oversees 525 employees, got an annual budget of $300 million. The Wall Street Journal once valued a bunch of Division I football teams, and they said Ohio State's football team alone is worth $1.5 billion. So, yeah, it's a big job. Maybe he feels like it's just time to step down. He has been ground zero in the middle of all these expansion talks going on. Uh, which will see Oregon, Washington, UCLA, and USC come to the Big Ten. But Smith will not be around to see it in action. He will step down just uh, a few weeks before all that really takes place. Under Smith, Ohio State won 32 team and 117 individual national championships. Also, he saw 115 team and 369 individual Big Ten titles. Looking back on his career, though, he did have some tough times. He said 2011 was absolute hell for him. 
And you go back to 2011. That's where Terrell Pryor was one of five athletes suspended for five games for selling Ohio State memorabilia and for receiving improper benefits from a tattoo parlor. You look at those events today, probably pretty close to all of them being legal at this point. Um, I don't think a lot of people will get too upset about those things, uh, but it was a big deal back then. And in fact, it cost Jim Trestle his job. Didn't matter that Trestle had won the BCS National Championship in 2002. Didn't matter. That's when Luke Fickle, by the way, stepped in as an interim coach, who's now the new head coach at Wisconsin. And that's when they hired Urban Meyer in 2012. They being Gene Smith, probably his best hire ever. Fast forward to 2018, though, under Urban Meyer, there were some problems there. Assistant wide receiver coach Zach Smith, you'll recall, was fired in July 2018 after domestic violence allegations surfaced. It was an ugly several weeks for the Buckeye program. Urban Meyer backed Zach Smith publicly, and that backfired for both Urban Meyer and Gene Smith as they were both suspended for, for botching that whole Zach Smith situation. And during his, uh, in fact, Zach Smith had problems going back uh, through his beginning of his tenure, 2012. And you could even go further back with domestic problems dating back to Gainesville, Florida in 2009. So no doubt about it, those were some tough times for Ohio State and for Gene Smith. But they did win a lot of football games over that era. And that's important to a lot of important people. Question is now looking forward. Are there going to be tough times on the horizon with all of these changes? What if Ryan Day does lose to Michigan a third straight time? And if he's still around to lose one a fourth time, maybe Smith didn't have the stomach to handle all that. Uh, seriously, think about it for a moment. I mean, despite all the other wins and college football playoff appearances, there are people that talk about that. Plus, in addition to a new athletic director, there'll be a new president at the school. Christina Johnson has stepped down. No news on her replacement yet. And uh, Smith said, I want to step away too at this time so that a new president could come in with a clean slate and a clear path to hire whoever they want with whatever vision they want. So it was a big move and a big decision. So together, a new president and a new athletic director, they always want to put their own stamp on things like athletic departments and football coaches and football programs. But I'm going to, and I'm going to tell you this as a guy that was born in Michigan. Okay. If you're an Ohio state fan, uh, if they are smart, they'll just keep the old status quo going and keep Ryan day and let him win a lot of football games, no matter who the president is and no matter who the athletic director is, by the way, your comments are always welcome. Hit me up on Twitter at TalkBig10 and also on YouTube. Been a lot of comments on YouTube lately on this Lockdown Big Ten page, so I appreciate that. I try to get to all of them. Uh, next, it's time for us to check in on the Northwestern Wildcats for the first time since the hazing scandal. If things calm down, we'll check that out. Plus, we have a very special top 25 for college football at the end of this. You don't want to miss it, and I'll tell you who put it all together. That's all coming up right here on Locked On Big Ten. But I want to tell you about building a championship team, whether you're an athletic director or a coach and you've got a team in the Big Ten, 
Look, it's all about making sure every player is a perfect fit. It's the same when it comes to your vehicle. Every part needs to fit just right. So the next time you need parts and accessories, head to eBay Motors. With eBay Guaranteed Fit, you can be sure every part you need fits right the first time around. Just add your ride to my garage and look for the green check to know that the part will fit or your money back. Because just like in sports, confidence is the name of the game when you shop on eBay Motors. And with over 122 million parts to choose from, you'll be back in the game in no time. After all, it's easy to bring home a win when the right parts are guaranteed. Get the right parts, the right fit, and the right prices on ebaymotors.com. Let's ride. eBay guaranteed fit. Only available to U.S. customers. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. All right, let's check in on Northwestern and see what's going on. They have had the rockiest season, the scandal, the hazing scandal. Let's uh, let's get into that a little bit and figure out where this team is. I went through and watched a lot of interviews and highlights and stuff and uh, trying to figure out what's going on at practice. And I'll share with you what I've learned here. I've been doing this with every team. Uh, David Braun, of course, as you know, is the new interim head coach, taking over for Pat Fitzgerald, who was there for 17 years, and he was the fall guy for the hazing scandal. Braun's won two FCS national titles as a defensive coordinator at North Dakota State, but he's never been a head coach, and he has got a lot on his plate. The university went and hired Skip Holtz, Lou Holtz's son, as a special assistant to kind of guide him through some of this. And from everything I can gather, the team is just trying to find its routine and get back into the flow of things. A couple of players talked, a couple of coaches talked. I grabbed uh, some thoughts on what they said. Linebacker Bryce Gallagher, he's coming back. He's talking about how he's working on speed and getting faster and lighter. He was asked how much he lost. He said, oh, yeah, I lost some weight, three to four pounds. No big deal, but he feels a lot faster because of it. He did, though, talk about David Braun's first meeting with the team after the scandal and after Braun was named the interim head coach. So you know what? He didn't talk about scheme. He didn't talk about X's and O's. He didn't talk about practice coming up. He just took some time to get to know the guys, and I think the guys really appreciate it. It was kind of a calming influence with all the chaos going on around them with that scandal. So I think the players really appreciated that. And for a guy with no head coaching experience, that was a pretty good move. Offensive line coach Kurt Anderson, he's back, but he only has two starters on the offensive line back and only four starters on offense altogether. And he likes to remind people that Peter Skaronsky is gone, the 11th pick of the draft. He goes to the Tennessee Titans. That's going to be super difficult to replace. But he also talked about the running backs room on the offense. Cam Porter coming back off injury. Remember, he was injured two years ago and did okay last year. But, you know, sometimes with those injuries, you need a year before you start feeling like yourself again. Certainly mentioned that. Now he has big expectations with Porter this season. He also talked about the quarterback race. It's a three-man race right now as we sit here in early to mid-August. They got Ryan Holinsky and Brandon uh, Brendan Sullivan. Both were on the team last year. Both started. There were injuries and whatnot. Sullivan seems to be uh, processing and growing. But remember, and we talked about this in our preview several weeks ago, they bring in Ben Bryant out of Cincinnati in the transfer portal, also spent some time at Eastern Michigan. And the word is uh, he is really picking up the offense quickly. He's a winner, 
calm in the pocket guy, but he can move. And I, I think he'll be named the starter, but we'll get into that in a minute when I tell you what David Braun talked about with the quarterback race. So hang on to that thought for just a minute. On the defense, five starters return. It's not a lot, and it's not a great defense, right? That's why David Braun was originally brought in. David Braun was, was brought in from North Dakota State to help fix the Northwestern defense that was last in the Big Ten last year. In fact, last the last two years in the Big Ten in rushing, uh, rushing yardage, and uh, 28.7 points per game, almost 29 points per game the last two years. Again, that was the worst in the Big Ten. So David Braun's a, a young coach, a defensive specialist. He gets hired to come into Northwestern and fix the defense. Scandal breaks out just a few months after he arrives. Yada, yada, yada. He's now the head coach. That's a lot on his plate right now. And um, the defense, though, still has to be fixed no matter what. Rob Hurd second is a defensive back that comes back. He started 12 games last year. He says, look, man, we got to stop the run. We got to create turnovers. They did not do a particularly good job of that last year. And he's also trying to be there for the younger guys that are a little shell-shocked with the hazing scandal that went on and all everything that was in the news. They've showed up. They want to get into the flow of things. They want to know how things are done. And he's always just been a guy there to kind of talk with them and support them. And that's what he was talking about. And he's kind of taken that role on with this team. Also said, we need to develop this roster. He said, there are a lot of new guys on this Northwestern football team. And a lot of new places faces are going to play. So they got to get all that together. Another guy that's going to be fun to watch and follow this year, and maybe you do follow him because he's all over social media, and that's A.J. Henning, their wide receiver, very outgoing guy. He's a social media star. He's got uh, four to 500,000 people following him on TikTok. He likes to give a behind-the-scenes look at the life of a college athlete, and a lot of people really like it, and a lot of insider stuff there. Plus, he's going to be somebody that I think Northwestern can rely on because he's a transfer from Michigan. He's got a lot of experience. He's played in 33 games. He's won two Big Ten championships. Now he's a receiver. He's a punt returner. He's a kick returner. He's going to do it all. He's going to get the ball in his hands a lot. He knows it, and he says his job is to put up points. So, yeah, A.J. Henning, look him up, follow him on TikTok. I'll give him a free plug there. Then I watched uh, some interviews with David Braun and what he is. He says, look, man, we got a lot, a lot of work to do, a lot of work to do. He doesn't feel like he's anywhere near where they need to be. Probably feels a little behind schedule. He says, though, we do have a very special group here at Northwestern that has been through a lot of tough times. And he says he is just learning how to be a head coach every day. Trial and error. Every day is new. It's a, it's a tough spot to be in. You know, he's trying to balance uh, being a head coach, going to unit meetings. Still, he's the defensive specialist. He's got to fix this defense. And he's trying to learn how to delegate, which is the hardest job for any kind of manager. You know that, especially when you, you're very focused on your work. You got to delegate, let it go a little bit. He did talk about that quarterback battle, the three-way battle I mentioned just a few moments ago uh, between – Ryan Holinsky, Brendan Sullivan, and Ben Bryant. And he said that he would like to have that solved two weeks out before their first game. Now, remember, they got an extra day built in because their first game is against Rutgers, but that's Sunday, Sunday, September 3rd. Most people are starting on September 2nd. Remember, the NFL is kind of done. 
with preseason. They got that gap weekend before they start the Thursday night opener that week. And then that following Sunday, all the NFL games. So we're going to fill it. I think there's like three big college football games on that day. And Northwestern at Rutgers at noon is the first one. You know, that's good. That's bad. Gives him an extra day. He said he wants to get this quarterback race settled two weeks out. So that would be about August 20th. He wants to figure it out. And then that whoever the starter is can get used to the reps and being in control and all that. It's also a tough spot because Northwestern with all of its problems. And if they're not gelling yet, they haven't figured it out. New coach, new system, new players with everything they've been through. They're going to be on a national stage. You talk about being in a glass house. Everybody's going to see it, you know, warts and all. Hopefully that's all worked out by then. And maybe they can uh, surprise some people. But that's their first game. Rutgers on Sunday, September 3rd. The big uh, 12, the big noon kickoff there. All right, a couple other notes. I want to thank all of you uh, for making Locked On Big Ten your first listen every day. Uh, you're ev- you everydayers out there, I tell you all the time how much I appreciate you for checking us out every day. We'll have the latest from training camps in our next episode from your favorite team. Plus, be on the lookout for our Lockdown Big Ten Roundtable, getting together with all of the most of the other Lockdown hosts from around the Big Ten. You know, this is Lockdown Big Ten. We got locked, a host for Lockdown Wolverines and Lockdown Buckeyes and all the way down. Got, uh, getting all together for a big conference of Lockdown Big Ten uh, we're calling it the ultimate college football preview on Lockdown Big Ten. I will let you know when that is scheduled for release. And also, uh, I've always asked you guys to go ahead and subscribe if you're watching on YouTube, for one. And you remember a couple weeks ago when I said when I inherited this this podcast in uh, the late, late June, I had about 1,200 uh, subscribers, which I was grateful to get right out of the box. But as we got uh, a couple weeks going under our belt, I said, hey, let's make a push to 2,000. And you guys did it. We got to 2,000 right away, 2,000 subscribers. Guess what's happened in the last week? It's just gone gangbusters. Picked up another 500. We're at 2,500. This podcast is going to be at 3,000 by the start of football season with your help. So if you haven't subscribed, please click it on. It's free and you're all set and you're all good to go. And that really helps us out. Plus, uh, no matter how you're checking us out, feel free to share, follow, and like Lockdown Big Ten. That really helps this channel. And you're part of it. You're a part of it. You're part of our Big Ten club. So I really appreciate that. And you can help us keep it going even stronger. Coming up is our, you know, what we normally do uh, for our weekly feature on this day of the week, we usually uh, do pigskin picks. And we haven't had any games, so I've done a lot of things with odds. I've done a lot of things with uh, prop bets and odds for Heisman Trophy or odds for championship. We're going to do something a little different today just for fun. My colleagues uh, from all the Locked On schools all put together their votes for the top 25 for college football. Some of it's pretty similar to the coaches poll that came out this past week. Some of it isn't. I'm going to share that with you next on Lockdown Big Ten. All right, let's do this. Let's take a look. And instead of pigskin picks today, our locked on top 25 my colleagues all voting on this and i'm going to put this on the screen in case you're listening to audio only but i will run it down got a nice pretty little graphic for you here 
And to no surprise, Georgia is number one. Uh, they're also number one in the coaches poll. Nothing shocking there. And both polls uh, have Michigan at number two. Now I'll stop right there for a moment. I have seen a lot of different polls and rankings. And as far as Michigan and Ohio state, who's in front of who you can flip a coin. Look, I've seen some with Ohio state on top. I've seen some with Michigan on top. This particular poll for my colleagues has Michigan number two uh, in the country, but number one in the Big Ten, and Ohio State coming in at number three. I think in the coaches' poll, Ohio State's number four this week. Alabama at four, and Southern Cal, a future Big Ten team, coming in at number five. So, I mean, if we look into the future, can we claim Southern Cal yet and say we have five Big Ten teams in or three Big Ten teams in the top five? Uh, can we? Uh, nah, probably the Pac-12 Pac is going to hang on to them. LSU at six, and the Nittany Lions of Penn State coming in at number seven. So what I can say, according to this poll, three Big Ten teams in the top seven, and that actually matches the coaches' poll because Penn State is ranked seven in a coaches' poll as well. Got the Clemson Tigers at number eight in this one. Florida State at number nine. Maybe a future Big Ten team. I don't know. They're trying to get out of the ACC. Washington Huskies, another future Big Ten team rounding out the top 10. I think the coaches pulled their 11th, so that is a pretty near match. Uh, Hook'em Horns, the, the Texas Longhorns are back. They always say the, Texas is back, right? Well, they're at 11 in our Locked On Top 25 poll, uh, voted on by our uh, college hosts here at Locked On. Got uh, Utah at number 12. They're both in the Pac-12. 13, you got Tennessee. 14 Notre Dame and 15 another future Big Ten team with Oregon. In fact, that's exactly where they are in the coaches poll. I'm impressed with my colleagues here. They look like they've nailed this so far. At number uh, 16, Kansas State. 17, the North Carolina Tar Heels. TCU, the defending runner-ups at number 18 this year. And um, let's see here. We've got uh, Wisconsin at number 20. They're number 20 in, um, I think they're 21 in the coaches poll. And Ole Miss at number 21, 22, Oklahoma, 23, Texas Tech. The Iowa Hawkeyes in our poll at number 24, and they don't even make the coaches poll. So some love and respect for the Iowa Hawkeyes and Texas A&M at number 25, rounding out our preseason edition of uh, our Locked On College Host Top 25. All right, getting ready for the season. It is just about upon us, and that's a great look at that. Uh, can't wait. All right. I also, again, another thanks to all of you for making Locked On Big Ten your first listen every day. Every day is our next show. Going to have the latest from Big Ten camps. We're going to continue to do that, plus more expansion talk. It's always out there. And again, look out for our Lockdown Big Ten Roundtable podcast. It is the ultimate college football preview on Lockdown Big Ten coming up. Don't want to miss that. I will give you the date when that is released. It'll be very exciting. Um, in the meantime, many ways for you to stay in touch with me on Twitter, at TalkBig10. And also be sure, uh, sure to subscribe and follow this podcast right now on your favorite podcast app, and you'll get the latest episode of lockdown big 10 as soon as it is available each and every day i want to invite you now to check out the lockdown sports today podcast that's the latest on everything else going on in sports i was a guest on that about two or three days ago if you want to check that out and i was also a guest 
on Lockdown College Basketball today. Never too early to talk about hoops. Check that out as well. In the meantime, thanks for checking us out. I can't wait till we visit again. Please tell your friends about us, and uh, I really do appreciate it. I'm Craig Sheeman for Locked On Big Ten.